You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you can call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. And before I start this episode, I do want to sincerely apologize for my absence. Uh, I was sick, literally, for the past two weeks. Thank God, not with COVID, uh, but I had, like, a cold, a really bad cold for the past two weeks. And uh, I, 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 I said a tweet on Twitter, I think, last week, saying, saying that, and I didn't do that for yesterday, and I know that I upload episodes every Friday, even though on the you know the time of this recording it's uh, October twenty third, Saturday. Um, but you know I'm fully recovered. Well, I wouldn't say fully. I'm like ninety eight percent, you know. But I, I'm I feel good. I feel great. And I can talk uh, instead of me coughing every second and you know blowing you know mocos on my nose and stuff. I, I feel great. So I'm. Here to let you know that that's why I didn't upload an episode yes um, yesterday and the day before yesterday. But you know, show will go on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you so much for your understanding. And now uh, with the episode. So on this episode of True Gaming, there's actually two things that I want to talk about. One is a question uh, that I received uh, from a listener, and then the other is actually something I'm really really amped about. So yesterday. Uh, a trailer was released of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the Definitive Edition. The name is still weird to me, while well, it does, but um, you know the the this. Just in case you don't know, it's a remaster of Grand Theft Auto Three that released on the PS2, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And this is not exactly a remaster where. Or I should say, it's not just a port over where they port those games into a current, you know, generation. Uh, literally, this game, these, this trilogy, has received a complete graphical. Uh, they redid everything. They redid the lighting. They redid uh, the character models in terms of like details, um, like the res, as high res textures and environment on the characters uh, themselves, while remaining true to the originals. Which is what I really like. Like, this looks so much better. It looks so, like, the graphics look better while them staying true to the original. So, this is not a, a, a I should say, it's technically a remake, because you redid everything. But it's not like Resident Evil 2 remake. Where, legit, they redid, literally, uh, the ground up, Leon and, and um, Claire's character model, so to speak, you know? This is, if you look at the trailer, which is out now, it's 59 seconds trailer, highly regular, I saw it like 10 times, it was really awesome. Um, you know, they redid the character models, but it's not a, a a full, you know, it's not a realism take, you know. It still looks a little cartoony and stuff, but the character models look great. Um, they also redid the, the weapons, they added more details, they redid animations. Um, they also redid the cars. 
and in terms of uh, texture models of that and uh, you know drives better. It's just really awesome. They re- they really did an outstanding job with that, and it looks gorgeous. Uh, especially in the trailer where I like that scene where um, I mean it sounds a little funny, but in Grand Theft Auto Three you see like the train, and they show the before and then the after when you see the reflections off the the, the metal of the train and it, it looks really dope. And also uh, in Vice City you see the city. And you see all these neon signs, uh, the lights and stuff, the casino lights. It just looks really gorgeous, and I, I can't wait to play that in HDR. It's really gonna pop. Um, I didn't read anything if it's gonna support Dolby Vision um, HDR. Maybe not, but either way, I know it's gonna support HDR and it's gonna look gorgeous. And yeah, and this trilogy, it's 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 awesome. Also, they revamped the controls. They made the controls similar to GTA V, and they also did a complete overhaul. On the aiming and targeting uh, system for combat, which I can't wait to see. They haven't demonstrated that in the trailer, but the game comes out in November. Well, the trilogy, uh, remastered trilogy. I, I want to call it a remake because it, it's technically a remake, but Rockstar is not calling it a remake because they didn't. It, it's a big difference, but for whatever reason, they're calling it a remaster. Um, but yeah, it's it's releases November uh, digitally, November eleventh. On you know Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and the Rockstar Launcher on PC, and then you could buy the physical copies on December seventh of twenty twenty one on you know every platform except for PC. <clears throat> so I, I'm really I'm excited about that. Um, especially I'm curious how it's going to run on the Switch. Oh, also the benefits that this trilogy received also is that on you know Xbox uh, Series X and PlayStation Five. You get to play the game as 4K up to 60 frames per second. Now, the way they said up to 60 frames per second to me is a little strange because it sort of implies that there will be, um, I don't know, it will be like a 30 frames per second mode and maybe 4K 30 frames. Or, and I mean, they said 4K up to 60, so or it may not be a lock. It may not be a lock 60. But what they did to the game, it, you know, how should I say, these games are open world. And when you look at these games, the trilogy, it, it doesn't look highly demanding, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, you look at Yakuza, for example, or you look at, um, what is another open world game that really, uh, man, I had one in my mind just a moment ago. Uh, just a moment ago, like, Oh man, I'm trying to think of a. Or you look at State of Decay, for example, 4K 60, right? That's open world, and and there's like hundreds of zombies on screen at once. Um, that could run 4K 60. You look at the trailer, great photo, it looks great, uh, but it doesn't look nothing demanding to where it'll be hard to reach 60 frames per second. You know, so I mean, I may be overthinking it a little bit, but it's it's, it's just. Why not say 4K 60? Why up to you know, 4K up to 60 frames? It's a little strange for me. And companies are really uh, specific in their wording, so it's something to think about. But either way, I'm excited. Um, I really wanted to see a uh, 120 hertz option. Um, it's a little weird. I mean, it, they could send a patch out for it. So, you know, it wouldn't be too late. But again, I would like to see 120 hertz. 1080p option, you know, just because that, that buttery smooth frame rate uh, will be amazing. And actually, to technically play into this on console uh, for this Grand Theft Auto trilogy, these would be the first Grand Theft Autos 
So literally, technically, um, on console, at launch, and uh, to release, uh, games to be released at a native, you know, 60 frames per second option. And that's really cool, because, for example, through backwards compatibility, you could play Grand Theft Auto 4 um, at 60 frames per second, because Grand Theft Auto 4, um, it's, it's a 360 game, but it had an unlocked frame rate. And through backwards compatibility, if you were to play it on the Xbox Series X, you could play that and unlock 60 frames, which is awesome. And it's it literally is a game changer. And then, and I say on console, because on PC, you know, there's Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, obviously you could play a higher frame rates than that. But on console, this is technically our first time that we're getting a Grand Theft Auto game that will run at 60 frames per second. So that'll be dope. Until we get Grand Theft Auto 5 next year... Um, in March 2022. So, in other words, when this trailer dropped, again, I was just so hyped. The music, seeing the before and afters. Um, I, I, you know, I grew up playing Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto 5 City. I used to watch my father play that. And San Andreas was my favorite, you know. Uh, and I just can't wait to experience all these games. Just so, you know, rebuild from the ground up. And I love what I see. And especially, I'm really curious to, I would love to, you know, I love the classics. But I would love to see, in my opinion, Grand Theft Auto V's shooting mechanics. Even though it felt a little stiff just because how Grand Theft Auto V, the movement is. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and uh, Vice City 3, the movement is so much better, um, in my opinion. But I would love to see the shooting mechanics, the, you know, getting behind cover, uh, shooting, you know, over the shoulder. Uh, that gameplay mechanic to be ported over to this trilogy I want to see if you know how they're going to do that. Like I want to see if, if they're going to do that, and because I think a lot of there's a lot of situations um, in the games or a lot of moments, I say, and the you know especially Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, one that pops out to me in particular is when CJ, for example, the Ballers, they were gonna it was an ambush on the Grove Street. The Ballers they set up a an ambush uh, around the block, and there were like a few Ballers on the bridge, and they shot CJ's brother, and CJ he goes into a rage mode. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill all of you." And uh, you have to, you know, fight your way out, so to speak, and um, or you know, defend your hood. So, how the aiming for San Andreas, you know, you just press a button, you lock on, and you shoot at a distance. You see like a, there's like a triangle, like the arrows of their like. In other words, I would love to see like to play in that scenario, but with a GTA Five combat, you know. And uh, I think it will be really fun, and I think it really it will really enhance. And bring this game a whole new life, you know, uh, across three games where you get to fight like that. I think that would be really amazing. So, again, November 11th, I can't wait to see um, the games in action. It's really, really weird that, um, and it's funny because I read somewhere that this is the worst kept secret uh, of uh, 2021 just because literally all year it's been leaked um, and, and like rumored and, and leaked from like websites or whatever that this this is uh, like it's been raided. Um it also, there's, like, listings on other stores and stuff. And literally, Rockstar, I think, earlier this month, they did confirm that it's coming out. This Like, earlier this month, they confirmed it's coming out. And then we're almost at the end of October, and then they dropped the trailer. <laughs> you know, they dropped the trailer, and this is the first time we're actually seeing gameplay of this trilogy. And it's coming out this year. You know, so it's a very weird situation, you know, where it's literally announced... This year, we're at the end of it. They 
but now Toya, it's coming this year. They didn't give a release date, and then they dropped the trailer uh, a few weeks later. That's coming at next month, early next month, and it's just it's just really weird, you know. It's like they were unsure if they could make the deadline for this year or something. I don't know. It's really weird. But either way, regardless, I'm excited that's coming out this year, next uh, three weeks, and um, yeah, I'm excited, and uh, I can't wait to to play the classics, and uh, I would love to hear your your thoughts about it. You know, listener, definitely love to hear your thoughts about it. Want to send me a tweet? Please do. You know, have a conversation. All right. So that's one thing that I wanted to say. That one topic, you know, of the Grand Photo, the trilogy, the Defendant Edition, um, and it just looks awesome. And I- I'm so excited to, to dive in that. And then the second topic that I want to talk about in this episode, uh, that the question I received was, um. Hey, one way, what do you think about the situation, or situation, oh my God, I can't believe I said it, let me rephrase that, sorry. One way, what do you think about the situation that's happening in February 2022? And um, and literally, I looked into it and stuff, there's literally 10 games that is due to release in February 2022, um, especially one major uh, game. I mean, uh, uh, pretty much all these games are major. Uh, but one highlight I should say is Elder Ring. Elder Ring was supposed to come out in January, I think, uh, 22nd. It got delayed, which is not a big delay, but it got delayed to February 25th of 2022. So I have the list here of all the games, and I'm just going to read you the list, and then I will, you know, just get my thoughts on it. So games that are coming out in February 2022. With release dates. Life is Strange Remastered Collection. That's coming out February 1st, 2022. Uh, the second game is Dying Light 2. It comes out February 4th. The third game is Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires. February 15th. Man, yo, they made so much games. Oh my goodness, Dynasty Warriors. Um, number four is King of Fighters 15. February 17th. And then... The fifth game is Horizon Forbidden West. Oh my goodness. February 18th. Then you have Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. Witch Queen, excuse me. Oh my goodness. February 22. And then you also have Sifu. February 22. Then you have Monarch, which is a anime uh, RPG game. February 22. So same day as Sifu. Then you have Elder Ring, which comes out February 25th. And then Saints Row Reboot, February 25th. Oh boy. So, <laughs> so it, it's it's crazy that, uh, and, and these are just the major titles. We don't even know about indie games that come out February. I mean, Sifu is one of them, but Sifu is a, has a big spotlight right now. Uh, people are calling it the John Wick of uh, martial arts, pretty much, in that game. I look at this list. And uh, this looks like a nightmare for a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> developers and studios. As a matter of fact, uh, um, there's, there's there's developers that that um, publishing companies that are sending tweets. Um, I forgot which one. Um, I forgot which one is called. There's one developer. They sent a tweet like, "Note to self: Do not release anything in February 2022." <laughs> you know, it's just funny. So companies are actually tweeting that and making sure they're staying clear of that month. 
But I'm looking at this list, and uh, it automatically reminds me of back when Titanfall 2 released. The year that Titanfall 2 released, I forgot what year. Um, but Titanfall 2, it was an outstanding game, highly praised. As a matter of fact, people will say that's one of the best campaign experiences they ever um, they ever experienced in a first-person shooter um, in years. And it was well, especially one uh, level, it was very iconic. But Titanfall 2 did undersold. And the reason for that was because it came out the same week as the new Battlefield um, that year that released, which I do believe was Battlefield 1, if I'm not mistaken. And then also Call of Duty released that year. It literally released in between Call of Duty and Battlefield. And as a result of that, Titanfall 2 sales really suffered. It took a big hit. And those are just the two major hitters, right? Well, Titanfall 2. Um, I look at this list. You know, it's more than just three games. It's a, t- a list of ten games, and these games are really, uh, again, really. This is crazy. I'm like a loss of words. So, Life is Strange Remastered. You know, is very popular. Obviously, we, we're getting a, a a third game, Life is Strange uh, Colors, whatever. Um, and I played Life is Strange one, the first one. I actually am interested in getting the remastered collection, which is amazing, and uh, it, it's really cool. But Dying Light 2 is a big one on my radar. So, me, I'm going to get Dying Light 2 instead of Life is Strange. Just because Dying Light 2, I think it's, you know, I'm a fan of the first one. And I've been waiting for this game. I was looking forward to it by the end of this year. Obviously, it got delayed. So, I would wait. I'm going to be waiting on Life is Strange Remastered. I'll get that another time in the future because I want to get Dying Light 2. But then also, King of Fighters... I'm a fan of fighting games. I love fighting. I love King of Fighters. Um, that's a February 17th. That's another big one. But literally, it releases a day before Horizon Forbidden West, which is crazy. Now, me, I don't have a PS5 yet. I have a PS4 Pro. But the thing is, that game, I want to experience, to have the best experience with it. Um, or to see it at its best, rather. And I'm pretty sure it's going to have 4K 60 frames. To where PS4 Pro, it's probably going to be a choice where you get to choose either performance mode and or quality mode. To where it will be 4K 30 or 60 frames 1080 or something. So, I'm not going to be getting that yet. But, I hope I get a PS5. If I get a PS5 between now and then, then, you know, know, it's going to be totally something different. But, yeah, so, you know... There's a big, you know, obviously King of Fighters, no joke, made 15 games. There's a fan base, but Horizon Forbidden West with the current generation, and that sells millions. Um, I I do fear it's going to overshadow that real easy. And not everyone's fighting game, but it's going to overshadow that. I'm pretty confident in that. And then you also have a February 22nd, Destiny 2, Witch Cream. Uh, again, Destiny 2 still has a major, millions of players, has a major fan base. And, you know, I'm sure that's going to sell well. But then, on the same day, Sifu releases. So, yeah. I mean, Sifu it's, it's, has a lot of attraction. Me, I'm going to buy that. Uh, I, I want that over uh, the the Destiny 2, definitely. Um, I, I'm definitely picking up Sifu. And then the same day, Monarch. It's just it's a nightmare, man. I, I'm looking at this list and the release dates. Like, literally, there's a game that comes out either the same day... And or the day before, and especially two major hitters. I was well, 
Well, yeah, okay, technically they are, but Elder Ring is is going to be a major hitter. Like, it's a whole new IP, but yet this game people have waited for years. Coming out February twenty fourth, I mean twenty fifth. Excuse me, on the same day Saints Row. Now Saints Row, to be honest, and I, I think I could make a whole podcast episode about this on you know by itself. But I, I'm a fan of Saints Row. I love Saints Row one, two, four, uh, three, and four. I mean, 4 was my least favorite, but I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, to me, Part 2 and Part 3 were the best. I love them. And, you know, they rebooted the franchise, which I'm like, all right, it's no problem. I'm not sure if I said this in a previous podcast, but Saints Row, the reboot, I don't I don't, I don't, don't like the reboot. I, I, it, it's, to me, I think they did something wrong. When your enemies look more like gangsters, more intimidating, more of more like a gang than the main protagonist, uh, which you get to you get to create your own character any way you want, which is cool. I guess you can make them intimidating stuff, but your posse, the other three or four characters, or I think it's three, they look like they're, they're college kids. You know what I'm saying? They 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 don't look intimidating at all. They don't look. It's just weird. And, and so, you know, and, and then, you know, there was a Game Informer just released a video, I think, two, a couple of days ago um, of them showing missions and stuff. And to me, it sucks because I'm a little torn. To like me, I don't like the, um, I, I just don't like how it looks. I, I don't like how it looks. It looks like, you know, like a bunch of woke kids, you know what I'm saying? And they just, you know, uh, yeah, just a bunch of woke kids. Uh, they were, and it's cool because the Game Informer video they released a little bit more information in terms of the story. Like these kids, they were in the other games that you're trying to fight and take over. Uh, they were, you know, they, each of them were in part of different games. So throughout the story, you're sort of encountering, um, you know, your own gang members, so to speak, and you know you're, you're gonna take them out. Which sounds all right. That sounds cool. You know. Um, but the thing is, to be honest, I need more information on that. I'm not sold. And I do believe when this announcement trailer, this announcement trailer was bad. The, the announcement trailer. And I don't, I do believe I read something where, you know, they have a college debt. They're trying to pay it all so that you know they're starting their own criminal empire to make bank. And, you know, to pay it, it's just, it's just, I'm not sold on it. You know, I'm not sold. But I did look at the gameplay video from Game Informer. And the situation sucks because I like the gameplay. Like, the shooting looks fun. The melee combat, not so much. To me, the melee combat for Saints Row 2 looked better, to be honest. Uh, But, of course, it was a small 6, maybe 10 second clip of fighting. I don't know how in-depth it's going to be. So, I'm not going to be too critical or too harsh on it. Um, But, you know, the shooting looks fun. The driving looks fun. It's weird. The gameplay looks fun, but the thing is, which is the point, I guess, of the game, but I'm just not sold on the story, nor, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day, and, you know, I we live in a world, and I'm probably going to butcher this word, please forgive me, but hopefully you know, listener, what, you're, what I'm trying to say, we live in a world where there's sublimable messaging, you know, and, you know... By buying a game where it looks like they're they're targeting or they're they're trying to they're they're making a poli- you know they're making a game and based on a political statement you know or, or you could see a political agenda 
you know, people say, oh, but it's just a game. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, but when you, when a game like that sells and they're trying to be political with it, you know, it's like you're sort of a, you could disagree with me. It's okay. You know, it's, it's my opinion and I'm not trying to be political, you know, on the show here. No, you know, I stay away from that. But I guess my point is like, by a game that you can see, you know, world culture trying to promote that and, and you know, sells a lot, it's sort of letting it all, it's okay. You know, it's a, uh, we agree with your political statement. You know, so, but it, like, in other words, I would been all right with this game if it wasn't called Saints Row. If it was a different game, if it was, you know, if they wanted to, like, move away from the Saints Row brand, so to speak, and just make a new IP, start from scratch, I would have not these complaints. Um, with these games, but uh, with, with this game, I mean, but the fact that it's Saints Row, it's a reboot, and I remember looking at Twitter and um, fans, you know, they, you know, they're the customers, and they were showing um, how displeased they were with the announcement trailer and some, of the, you know, the changes, the fact that they're rebooting, they don't like the direction that they're going in, and seeing these developers how they were insulting the fans. And for a company, for any company rather, I always think that's a no-no. No matter how harsh or how um, demeaning customers are or the fan base are, um, I, I'm not making no excuse, especially it's crazy where people make death threats, developers, that's a no-no, and literally people need Jesus, man. Like People that do that, they, they need help. They have mental issues. Um, but for fans to be critical, hey, I don't like the direction your game is going, it's it looks stupid. It looks, it looks nothing like Saints Row, and these don't look like game members. They look like, you know, we just don't like the direction going. And then for developers to, pretty much, insult them, saying, "Oh, you're, you're just haters. Haters are gonna hate." Um, you know, it's one unprofessional, uh, but two, it just it just doesn't leave a good image, you know. And and I think that's a big problem today too, where a lot of there are companies I remember. Uh, Randy Pitchford from like Gearbox, he literally will curse and insult the customer, a random person on Twitter, you know, making fun of them. Where it's like CEOs and, and higher ups today, they can't handle criticism. So they just, you know, it's, it's so weird. But, you know, insulting a customer, in other words, it's never a thing to do. And it just leaves a bad image on your part. So in other words, when I saw that on Twitter, and my point with, with this company Revolution, um, the people were making this game, they they did that. They insult the customer. So it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and it just, you know, I, I don't I don't like it. like I like the gameplay, I like the gunplay, it looks cool, but I you know I, I guess I gotta wait until the game comes out, and but at the same time, like I mentioned, where the the developers were insulting the customers, I don't like that. I literally I don't like to support a company that does that, you know? Um, so, so yeah. So, in other words, well, you know, that's just my opinion. And there is a lot of people that are looking forward to this game. They are, you know, they want to give this reboot a chance, which, hey, awesome, you know? Um, but Elden Ring comes out the same day as a reboot. And that's crazy. You know, it, it, it really is crazy because... I feel like both games... Elder Ring is going to sell a lot. I know that. But Shadow of a Doubt is going to sell a lot. But... It's like... It, uh, how should I explain this? It's like... Both games are releasing the same day. I feel like... 
both games are not going to make as much money as it could have if both games had complete like released in different months. You know what I'm saying? Like, like literally, let's say Elder Ring, right? It sold, or Saints Row. Let's say it sold five hundred thousand copies, for example. You know, to be honest, I hope it sells more or less. But anyway, five hundred thousand, right? It could. I'm sure it could have sold over a million copies if it released on a different day than Elder Ring, and vice versa, Elder Ring too. And these are just two games out of the list. You know, looking at Sifu, I feel like sales are going to be impacted as well because it releases the same day as Monarch, um, same thing, and, and release the same day as uh, Destiny Two, um, Horizon Zero Dawn with a King of Fighters. Like literally, I feel like it's just a terrible month. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, well, technically for us gamers, it's a it's a dope month. There's a lot of games to choose from. It's going to be dope, <laughs> you know, and and. There's a lot of good games coming out that month. But these companies, I would love for them to make the money that they need to continue making games. And to me, I look at this list in February, it just looks like a complete nightmare. And I just hope that, you know, these companies, they they make money. You know, I hope that every developer, they, you know, because I would love to see another King of Fighters. I would love to see a Dying Light 3. You know, I would love to see... um, you mean for Horizon Forbidden West? You know, I'm sure it's it's gonna make money regardless. Even if it's in the holiday of 2022, I think that game is too big that we don't have to worry about sales. Uh, but if it comes out and reported, like, oh yeah, it sold less than the first Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, it's because I think it has nothing to do with the game itself. I literally think it's because it's releasing the month it's releasing in with ten other, well, nine other games. Um. But I would love to see Seafood. I hope that sells a lot. And I hope it makes plenty of money so that way developers can continue, can make a sequel and or continue making games. And then Elder Ring and Saints Row, like I mentioned. So that's what I think. I think it's a complete nightmare. Um, good for gamers. We have plenty of choice for that. And literally, I think there's something literally for everyone um, in terms of category, genre, um, in the month of February. But I just, I hope that is not another Titanfall 2 situation where literally the game has amazing reviews. It's an amazing game, you know, uh, has a fan base, but because the timing of its release window between the Battlefield and Call of Duty, sales suffered a lot to where it literally almost brought the company to a bankrupt status. Um, and that's why uh, Respawn and Timothy went and partnered with... Uh, well, I think it was published by EA, yeah, Titanfall 2, right? It was made by Respawn. I don't... I don't... Actually, you know, I have to double look on that. I'm not... Double check that. I'm not sure if it was uh, published by EA at that time. But I know after that game, Respawn Entertainment, they partnered with... They they, they became uh, EA Studio. And then that's when they made Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. They made Apex Legends, etc. Because sales suffered so much, it brought them to a state of bankruptcy. Basically, so they needed to find uh, a publisher studio, you know, to, to be a part of or to, you know, exist. And I remember uh, things were so bad. I remember developers that were in Respawn um, that left Call of Duty, they ended up going back to, like, Infinity War. They ended up going back to, you know, which which is sad, you know. Um, but, yeah. So, that's my thoughts for February 2022. Uh, you know, wait and see. It's a lot of games coming out that month. That's awesome. Uh, even in January, too, games are coming out. I think uh, 
what was it? I think Pokemon um, a Chorus, I think it's called. I'm not really a Pokemon fan, but that comes out. Uh, people are saying it's like Breath of the Wild or something. Uh, um, and then you also have, I think, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction possibly coming out that month. And you also have other games. And then next month you have, uh, in March 2022, you have the GTA V uh, remake coming out. And there was another game. Uh, but man, February... That's going to be a big battle between developers and studios and stuff. So, yeah. So, guys, let me know what you think. What do you think about that? You know, do you agree with some of my points? Or do you think it's, you know, it's going to be an awesome month of gaming? Or it's going to be a big battle, a uh, royale of, uh, <laughs> of just studios and stuff? It's crazy. All right. But, yeah. And uh, that will conclude this episode of True Egg Gaming. Um, if you have any questions and request, um excuse me, topics you want to be talk, discussed here on the show, uh, you can send your question and or topic at uh, twgpquestions at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you write question at the subject bar and leave your name so that way I can properly address you here on the show. And hopefully your question and or topic uh, will be featured on the next episode. And also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, um, at True Gaming for updates when there's a show delayed. And I know I haven't really been active on that, guys. I... Don't worry. I will be. I will be. Because, um, I'm going to be honest, it's hard to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, I mean, I, I have been. I have been active on Twitter recently, so I'm trying, you know. Um, but I'm not really a social media person, but I literally have been trying and, and you know, been active on Twitter and stuff. And, um, yeah, and thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. Um, I'm back, and... You know there will be a next ep- uh, there will be an episode ready next uh, Friday so or this Friday coming I should say and just thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today I love you guys God bless you Jesus loves you my name is One Way Soldier and this is the end of my transmission you. Yeah.